I'm Kristen, and this is the Explorer in You podcast. Now, what I've discovered after visiting five continents and some amazing places is that the greatest thing standing in your way of seeing the world is what you believe is possible. I believe that travel is for everyone on any budget, and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. So this podcast is all about unlocking the explorer in you. You'll hear stories from people who will inspire you to set big travel goals and show you how to achieve them. Let's explore. Hey there, listeners. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to share my conversation today. So practicing self-care and incorporating wellness into our daily lives is really more important than ever right now. But how do we incorporate these habits into our travels? Today, I'm talking to New York-based travel blogger, Jules Rose. She is the founder and content creator of Travel Jewels, a blog dedicated to helping people live full and intentional lives through travel and wellness. In this episode, Jules shares very practical ways to think about ourselves holistically in order to travel deeper and healthier. She also shares how she took a difficult situation and channeled it into creating an opportunity for herself. Now, I first discovered Jules on Instagram, and I just loved her feed. Images were so bright and delightful, and her writing was just really great. When I reached out to her, I was so excited when she said yes to being on the show. And I have to say, she did not disappoint. She is as bright and lovely as I thought she would be. Let's dive in. Hi, Jules. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I wanted to start by asking you to share a little bit about Travel Jewels and your journey as a travel blogger. Absolutely. So Travel Jewels is a blog that's dedicated towards helping people balance their life through travel and wellness. And so I started this, this blog initially because I, after grad, graduate school, I graduated um, with my master's of public health and health behavior. So I graduated from like a top school, UNC, Go Heels. And um, I had incredible difficulty in the job market. And this was so surprising to me because I felt like I did everything by the book. I applied to over 50 jobs. I was doing a lot of informational interviews. I was just not getting any hits for like permanent positions. So then that kind of forced me to think about my life beyond public health. So I'm a first generation college graduate and also a graduate school graduate. So I never felt like I had the flexibility in my life to kind of just be free and do whatever I want. I felt like I always had to have a plan and I had to follow the plan and do it well and then everything will work out. So when I when I reached this milestone of graduating with the master's, it's kind of like, what's next after that? You know, is I worked up my whole life to that point and then things weren't happening the way I envisioned it. I was struggling. So then I'm like, okay, let me take a step back. Let me think about my life beyond public health. Let me think about the things that I've neglected over the few years that really make me me. And then I, I thought about travel immediately because a lot of people when they think of me, they always think of traveling. And a lot of people encouraged me to start a blog. And I was always like, uh, I don't have time for that. No, I don't want to do it. And now I had nothing but time for that. So I was like, you know what? Maybe it's the time to actually start this blog 
Jabba Jules was born out of that kind of struggle period in my life, but taking that struggle and turning it into something beautiful and something bountiful, I wanted to create opportunities for myself where, where I saw that the world wasn't giving me any. I followed you for a little bit now, and your story is really inspiring to take something that is a hardship and a negative and turn it into something so powerful and beautiful. I love your feed. And I always, when I see your posts, I'm like, oh, there's a little, you know, bright moment in my day. And, um, you know, I love reading your blog posts. So it's, a, it's I think a lot of people are, have been in your similar situation, especially with the economy over the past, you know, decade kind of going up, going down. And it is really... I mean, your story exemplifies the whole making lemonade out of lemons and pursuing your passion, which is really exciting. Yeah. And thinking about yourself holistically, like we're not. And that was the first time I recognized that, you know what, I, I put so much emphasis in my career. And then I realized, like, I'm not really defined by that. Why does that one little piece have so much weight on me? You know, that doesn't define who I am to my essence. And that was a real awakening for me. Because up until then, I put a lot of a lot of weight on, oh, no, like, I have to have this type of job. But it's like, no, there's more to life than that. Right. Yeah, sometimes we can get um, focused on the job, the sort of the external things to validate us when and that neglect sort of the, okay, but who am I and what makes me, what brings me joy and what fills me up? Exactly, exactly. So I, in, a, in a sense, even though that time when I look back on it, it was one of the most challenging times in my life, but it's also like one of the most transformative. Like if I didn't have that experience, I don't know if I would have started Travel Jewels, like if I, if I got a job right out of school, you know? And to think right. about my life without that, it's like, wow, it would look completely different. And you just remind me that there's always going to be struggles, but it's what you do with that struggle. And a lot of the times the struggle is what pushes you yep. to towards the direction that you probably should be going, right? Exactly. It's that kind of crisis where we're like, oh, shoot, I really got to examine things like for real exactly. <laughs> and then go, lean in to that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I always say that rejection is this redirection to your divine path. So I, and I feel like, Oh, I like whole, that. My whole life is just around that one line right there. Like all those moments, all those no's led me to like the ultimate yes. That's a beautiful saying. I'm going to put that up on my wall somewhere. Yeah, it's a good one to like just really internalize. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I read that you hadn't really traveled too much until you were in college. Yeah. And same with me. Um, I didn't grow up tra traveling, but um, I had my first big international trip in college. And so I wanted to know from you, how you, how do you think not traveling until you were in college was a benefit? Yeah. And that was a really interesting question. I had to think hard about it, but I, I realized that it made me into a more resourceful traveler. So, you know, I didn't really grow up with a lot of family trips is like everything is on my own dime or me finding the money to get it covered through either like internships at school or you know those sort of opportunities so I think me traveling later in life uh really encouraged me to just be more resourceful so trying to find the best deals 
uh, trying to stay in the most like co yeah cost-effective setting. So it just made me, I felt like it made me into a smarter traveler starting later. Right, <laughs> a little more savvy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was there a specific moment when you knew that you wanted to focus on travel and wellness? Because I know your blog initially started not necessarily with the wellness focus. Yeah, no, exactly. So I, I started out strictly travel. And I think I did that because I really, you know, when I started my blog, I wanted this to be something completely different than my public health background. I'm like, no, I pigeonholed myself there. So I kind of was like, no, this is going to be strictly for travel. I, I think it was late last year. I I have a kind of like a blogging support group as two of their close friends of mine. We all have like our respective blogging businesses and we just pitch ideas off each other. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I need to get one of those. Yeah, it's, it's a really good support system. I was talking to them and I felt like we were all kind of rebranding and I felt like I was like, something is missing from my feed. Like, I feel like I'm not really highlighting my true self. And then when I thought about that, I'm like, okay, what? what kind of traveler am I? And I am a wellness traveler. When I think about the sort of things that I do during my travels, like a lot of hiking, a lot of yoga classes, like that sort of thing, you know, because I remember there was a time when I was younger that I would have to party in every city. I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta go. But now it's not really important to me. Like I'd rather like go to bed early and wake up early for a hike. Like that's what's important to me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so to answer your question, my aha moment was just a little bit late last year when I realized, like, you know, I'm not really telling the full picture here. I really want to talk more about wellness and how it impacts my life. Because even leading up to the moment of my blog, like, that was a lot of this affirmations and a lot of intention setting. So I realized, like, you know, I need to bring that in because I feel like it can benefit people to incorporate these practices into their life. So I was like, you know, what? I have to bring this in. Yeah, and I like that you are evolving yourself and your blog. It's something that I'm always trying to be okay with, that it's not going to be one way, and that it's all about iterating. Exactly. And so what does traveling well mean to you, and why is it important? So for me, traveling well is authentic travel. So it's like talking to the locals. It's leaving room for spontaneity in your itinerary because for me I'm a planner same here I feel like as we have to be we're travel bloggers right we're planners <laughs> but I learned early on like it's way better to it's good to have a, a loose plan you know like there are certain things you want to hit but the real special moments come from the unplanned like the spontaneities so I realized that traveling well is leaving room. Like, don't don't jam pack your your schedule. You know, that's how already how we operated in our daily lives. So, traveling well looks different than your daily life. It's yeah, it's being more intentional with your time, being mindful. And when we're on vacation, that's we actually have the luxury of doing that. So that's why I really, yeah, I really try to do that. Try something new. So don't go to a new country and try to do old things, you know, just be open-minded and, and try a new food, try a new activity. So that, to me, that's what traveling well is. Stepping outside your comfort zone, talking to the people around you and leaving room for adventure. I love it. And so you talked a little bit about 
some ways you can incorporate wellness into travel, like slowing down and being open. Um, is there any, are there any other tips you have? Yeah, definitely stay hydrated. I feel like it's so easy not to drink water when you're traveling. Right? That's a simple yet yeah. very good tip. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so it's so easy not to drink water while, while you're traveling. And I mean, there's ways beyond that. If you know you're not going to drink, get enough water, you know, take, there's hydration packets so that the water that you, you, you do drink, it's going to count a little bit more than just regular water. Yeah. So this like staying hydrated because you, you know, when you're traveling, you want to, you want to be healthy to enjoy it. And we kind of forget about, you know, especially if you're, if you're traveling during the summer and it's really hot and you're walking around, I'm thinking about my trips to Europe where I tend to walk around a lot and it's really hot and then you could get really fatigued. So it's just different discomforts that can be eliminated if you uh, drink more water. And also in terms of incorporating more wellness, get out and move. So normally when you travel, you probably will walk a little bit more. So I try to like walk instead of taking an Uber mm -hmm. if possible, if it makes sense to do so. Um, taking public transportation if possible. But of course, now in, in the world of COVID, this is different. So now, you know, I right. may be less inclined to get on public transportation as easily. Right. But like you're saying, you can always walk places. Yeah, exactly. Get your steps walk in. Exactly. Get those steps in. And then go hiking. I feel like now more than ever is the time to go hiking because it's a, like a socially distant activity. And then nature is so therapeutic. Yes. I always feel so at ease in nature. And it's funny because I'm, I'm from Harlem and I just I never grew up like around much nature or trees or anything. Um, but the first time that I ever hiked the mountain was in South Africa, the Drakensberg Mountains in Joburg. And it was the most liberating experience. It was scary. Don't get me wrong, but it was liberating. Yeah, I, I live near the ocean. And I have to say that when I am sitting next to the ocean, like I literally feel like a physical shift in my body like that's how strong nature is yeah I, I believe I I have felt it so um I think it's powerful oh that's so beautiful yeah that's so beautiful that you live near water I wish I so I'm currently in New York City and I just realized that this ain't it I can't be especially during quarantine it just made me realize more what I value and right. I mean, I would do anything to be like super close to the water or super close to nature. There are things, but I have to travel a little bit further. It's not an easy thing to get to. Are there some habits that people can adopt to be healthy travelers? Yeah, I think, so. yeah, we definitely mentioned the hydration, but of course, you know, certain places require vaccinations um, or recommend them. So now definitely I would recommend checking the CDC website making sure that um, you're covered there, staying physically active during your trips, being mindful of, you know, what you eat. When we go on vacation, we don't want to think about, oh, we don't want to think about healthy eating because it's like, oh, you're on the vacation. That's like your one time you can do that. But I would encourage still having at least one healthy meal. Like, of course, like if you go to Italy, you want all the carbs and everything because it's so good. But have a salad too, right. you know, like life is balance about balance. It out. Yeah. I know we tend to, I think we believe that calories magically disappear when we're on 
vacation. <laughs> yeah. And granted, you probably are walking a little bit more on vacation, but still, I, yeah, I think it's all about that balance. Like, so definitely enjoy yourself and eat and try all the great food, but balance it out with either, okay, I'll have a healthier breakfast this morning right? and then this binge for dinner. And then do you have any tips for eating well while traveling, especially if you have dietary restrictions or allergies? Yeah, so I actually have a peanut allergy, which, you know, is very, you would think it's very restricting because in a lot of the cultures, that's the main ingredient. Um, but what I find is some tips that for success for me have been to notify the, the airline beforehand saying like, hey, like I have an allergy. But even then, um, make sure that you bring your own snacks because you just never know. You never mm -hmm. know what the non-allergy may be. So just always make sure that you're good and you won't starve just in case they like mess up or anything. Right. And then also... I do research to make sure to just learn about the cuisine to, to see if there's something I should look out for. Like, oh, this dish has nuts. So when I know when I go to the place and I'm looking at the menu, I should avoid that. It's good. And it's also good to have a translation card uh, that or even this uh, uh, a note on your on your phones with your allergies translated so that you can show your waiter or waitress. I find that that's helpful. Um, but yeah, even that you want to cover your bases because I find that outside of America, some of the, you know, the practices for the sanitation and this like regulations um, for in regarding like the restaurant culture is different. So you have to take that precaution on your end. For the most part, it's fine. I mean, I haven't had any incidents and I've was, I went to Thailand and, you know, that's like peanut. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, my husband has um, a honey allergy. So in Europe, there are quite a few like desserts that that's the main thing. Like in Italy, they have one town has this dessert that's like all about honey. I need to go to that town. Yes, I know. I should look it up for you. <laughs> um, but similarly, I look up like, how do you say honey in uh, the language of the country we're visiting and yeah. allergy and it, knock on yeah. wood, like it hasn't been a problem. Um, but I love the idea of having, having it written out. Um, I think that's a great yeah. idea because I'm, I'm sure my accent and whatever language is not going <laughs> to exactly. come across. Like here, here, look at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, those, those tips are, are definitely lifesavers to, think about so having some idea of the cuisine beforehand so you're not blindsided and uh yeah and definitely have your allergies translated and can you define self-care and how do you practice self-care before during and after a trip yeah so for me self-care essentially comes down to the practices that bring me joy and a sense of stillness by really catering to my emotional and my mental and my my physical needs. So for me, self-care, like before, during, and after trip. So before and after the trip is pretty similar. So I'm all about my routines. In addition to running my blog, I also work full-time and it's demanding. I have to really make sure that I ease into my day. Like that's very important for me because if not, then I, I would just feel completely overwhelmed. So I tend to start my day with a nice hot cup of tea with honey, lemon, and ginger, the works. <laughs> and then I- uh, Sounds I, amazing. Yeah, I like have my tea 
my five minute tea break. And then I, I stretch for about 15, 20 minutes. And then after that, I start my day with either gratitude or setting an intention. And then I go about my day. And that makes so much of a difference when I don't do that. I just feel so off balance and, and I just feel rushed and a, a sense a sense of this anxiety a little bit mm-hmm. so during my travels I try to I definitely try to stretch during my travels too because I feel like especially after a long flight and being cramped up I think it's really important to stretch and, and I do try to wake up early and stretch before I start my day I I don't really uh, I haven't up until this point, like I will, I won't wake up early and go to the gym during my vacation. I mean, cause I don't really go to the gym now. I take fitness classes. That's my type of workout. So during my, my travels, I just try to incorporate different activities like a hiking and walking. So I'm getting that exercise in, in other ways. And what advice would you give someone who wants to travel with wellness in mind, but they don't really know where to start? Yeah. Great question. I will tell the person to think about what does wellness look like for you? Because, you know, it looks it's subjective and it looks differently for everyone. And so think about that. And then from there, reverse engineer. So think about the places that you could travel to that will provide that for you. So for instance, like if you really love yoga, why not take a yoga retreat in Bali? Or if the retreat is too much, just look up a yoga class wherever you go. And that's something that I've been doing recently. And it's just so cool to take yoga classes in different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she'll try to think about, okay, what does wellness look like for you? And then find places where you can try it out over there. And I think that would lead to a really authentic and meaningful experience. So what was a challenge you've overcome or an unexpected surprise you experienced while traveling that you didn't expect? So many. <laughs> Where did I begin? <laughs> That's an episode <laughs> on its own. One comes to mind. So it was spring break during graduate school. And I was going to visit this guy that I was dating at the time. He lives in Austria. But we were going to meet in Munich. We were taking a road trip. The plan was to take a road trip um, throughout Europe. So my flight was canceled three times and it was so frustrating. This is the third time I'm in the airport and in front of me, there's a church group. I naturally, I talk to people all the time. You know, I, you know, my spidey senses are great. So I could tell if somebody is off, but if I get good energy from you, I'll talk to you. No problem. That's an important sense to have when you're traveling. Oh yeah, absolutely. This group, they were in front of me, really friendly. I ended up talking to the pastor more. They were heading to Ethiopia for a mission trip. And I was living in North Carolina at the time. So we were talking about our respective trips or trying to get there. They were trying to get to Ethiopia. I was trying to get to Munich. And we get to the front of the line and it says, oh, the flight is canceled. But we both had, I learned during our conversation that we both had connection flights in DC. I overheard like some of of the church members talking about potentially renting a car to get there. And I'm like, it was a big group of them. So I knew they were giving a big van. So I just kind of, I said a quick, prayers, Lord, please, like, let this work out. I'm just gonna ask them if I can join the van. So I asked the the pastor if I can join them so I could catch my connection in DC. And they said yes. And they actually, they left early because their connection wasn't until late at night, but mine was earlier. 
and they like rented the car earlier just for me so I can make my connection. And I thought that was so beautiful. They have families and everything, but they still, you know, they did that to help me out. And I was just so grateful. So shout out to Hillsong Church in Chapel Hill. Yay. I I love that. The kindness of strangers when you're traveling. Exactly. And this, and to me, that just showed me the importance of, you know, talking to people around you. Like I said, be safe about it, but you just, you just never know, you know, who, who's willing to help out. But having that moment is really special. So I ask everyone this question. So what was your most meaningful travel experience? For the most part, South Africa, because it was my first country that I ever traveled to. And beyond that, it was also my first African country. And it sparked my desire to travel because specifically to countries that are misrepresented in the media. So when I went to South Africa, I just realized how wrong it was being represented. And I was just like, wow, the media is a big lie. <laughs> like, I need to show this, you know, and, I, and it sparked my desire to go visit places and see for myself and construct truth for myself rather than relying on like biased sources. So I think, I think now with in the age of social media, there's definitely a more balanced view of Africa. But when I first went there, which was in 2010, you know, there wasn't, social media wasn't that big. There was still some, a lot of the misconceptions. And as a Black woman, it was important for me just to see that and to mm-hmm. have that experience. So that that's definitely one. It's, it really charged me to want to travel more, see more of the world. And I'm really grateful for that experience. Have you gone to other countries in Africa? Yeah, I've been to a few. Uh, so I did South Africa, Morocco, Ghana, Kenya, Swaziland. Yeah, yeah, I've been wow. there. <laughs> That's quite a few places. That's awesome. I haven't been to Africa yet, but it's on my list. I was actually going to go, I was thinking this year, but then I pushed it. I was like, oh, I'll go in 2021. But now we, we shall see when. <laughs> yeah, which country? Um, I was thinking Namibia. Nice. That's definitely on my list. Yeah, I've heard great things. Yeah, no, it's it looks amazing. I my plan, I wanted to do Rwanda and uh, Zanzibar this year, but you know that's off the call. But hopefully next year. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. Is there anything that you want people to know? I would just encourage people to to keep pushing. I know that we're in hard times right now, but just don't neglect your, your self-care, you know, like you are worthy and just, and show yourself grace. Like it's easy for us to be hard on ourselves. And yeah, I would just encourage people to show themselves grace and take breaks as needed. I love that. I think we all need to hear that and practice it right now because it's, um, it's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, so can you tell us uh, where people can find out more about you? Yeah, so you can check out my blog, uh, www.traveljewels.net. And then also you can find me on Instagram at underscore traveljewels underscore. And I have Facebook as well. Um, you can find me Travel Jewels there. And then YouTube. I'm on YouTube, Travel Jewels TV. Oh my gosh, you're, you're everywhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, not TikTok. I'm, I feel like, yeah. Oh, I need to get Jules, on that. you got to get on it. <laughs> no, I'm so late. I, yeah, I definitely got to do it. I'm so late. <laughs> you know, you're working the nine to five and doing the blog. So we'll okay. cut you some slack. <laughs> but, well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. And I love hearing your perspective on traveling and taking care of ourselves and giving ourselves grace, which we need to do. Absolutely. Thank you again for inviting me. This was so much fun. Thanks for listening to the Explorer and You podcast. Don't worry, we have a new episode every week. Subscribe so you don't miss it. And don't forget to visit explorerandyou.com for more inspiration and tips. If you want to share the love, you're welcome to send this podcast to others. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.